yes, yes. yes, yes. Welcome to episode six of Stakes is High. The Black Nerd Podcast. The, y'all. Uh, so I'm Troy Hunter, a.k.a. Tall Black Guy on all relevant social medias. Hey, thing. I am Doc Midnight. I'm not really relevant so much today. I'm still sober. I'll be more relevant in about an hour. Trust me. All right then. So we got two guests. <laughs> we got two guests up in the spot. Uh, y'all speak. Y'all speak on. Y'all. Y'all speak. Who you? Who are you? Hey, this is Vinny. Uh, you can find me at Vinny Wrote. Uh, I appeared on here a few. Vinny was probably in like episode two, two. or three, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you know, yeah, two. Yeah, sure. sports, sure. Right. Red sports, tech, all that good stuff. Right. Hi, I'm Manera. You can find me at Manera on Twitter. Um, how does that guess? Okay. <laughs> too, like, you're, you're an at Monero. You don't have to be like at Monero 1. You don't have to be at Monero 0408. Like, okay. How many Moneros are out there who are like, shit? Well, so, I gotta be like the 18 like, Monero. Right. right. Yeah, someone tried to harass me out of my at Monero. Uh, <laughs> nice. It didn't go over well. Oh. I get a lot of posts in Arabic that I can't read, but I'm, sh- I'm sure they're all Damn. positive. Right. They're very, very okay. friendly. All right. You know? Well. Probably, how do you say, hey, girl, in Arabic, right? Because hey, hey. it's Twitter, right? Hey, girl, hey. It's like some, some dude in the Middle East is on, like, Middle Eastern Twitter with a picture with his shirt off. <laughs> and he's all like, like hey. Slides in your DMs. Right? Right. Uh, hey, girl. Hey, hey, hey. And he don't even know the person he's saying right. to. Can't no, read I it. Like, Cannot tell. Cannot block tell. and report users. Right. Reporting right. in Arabic. Spam. This person is spam. Mm-hmm. Spam account. So, all right, we, we have we have things on our format. But tonight we might just, I want to say we might keep it loose, but everything's like some like heavy shit, right? <laughs> like, but, I that's mean, why, but that's why we're going to start kind of like. We, oh, we are going to start with shit we like. Right. Shit we like. So shit. we'll actually let the guests go. What right. Stuff you like. Music, media, whatever, whatever. Just stuff you like right now. Uh, right now, I'm liking, I'm probably late on this, but I got into Borderlands. Um, my brother got me into playing that, so now I bought the... I support that. Borderlands Handsome Collection, so it's pre-sequel and Borderlands 2. So, spent many a night slash morning playing that, <laughs> playing the game, getting I into su- it. It's, I yeah, support that. It's a definitely is an, an addictive game, but it's fun, good gameplay. There's a lot more to do than, like, I think Call of Duty, where the storyline is... But, but how how are you on like the the the, the writing and the, the the humor of the stuff? Like some people get put off by, I'm shooting big aliens with like ice weapons, but I can't really understand. Or I really don't like the fun, like their jokes and all these kind of deals. Like yeah, how, there's some jokes, but yeah, I'm not taking it too seriously. It's like I'm just. It Borderlands. Borderlands is that game that has that like weird sort of animation that looks like that Robin yeah, Williams movie, the, the What s- Dreams May Come and Shit. Cell shading. That disturbs me. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not into it. No. It's like man, it's like, fun. it's like a very smart nine year old came at my my screen with crayons, you know, and shit was just blowing up like everywhere. It just it's freaking me out. I think the first one. I think what was that movie? A Scanner Darkly. They yeah, did, yeah, that one. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one of those. It's just like man, I. Man. It was a trend that started. Just, just give me. Can we get back to just having computer, you know, video games look like video games used to look? Now, I'm not saying Pac-Man, but I mean like that. Give me that Beast Wars computer animation. Stop getting so cute with your shit. But actually, if you look at you're making like, my credit card nervous. Borderlands too. I think the animation is more like in the stills because during the gameplay you can't really tell. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, I actually gave it 
No, I didn't. When you I did gave not, the Xbox, I think you I gave me Borderlands One. Good Borderlands One. And you know my history with video games. <laughs> right. That I do. I have opinions about video games while not really playing them. Yeah. Because I get bored easily with video games. <laughs> no, I'm long the same way. Like, like, usually I'm playing Madden or FIFA for a bit. And it's like, oh, let me try this game. It's like, oh, okay, it's, I like this. Yeah. Ha- like, I, I, there's the few games that I like. I, I dig my driving games and, and my first-person shooters yeah. for, for a bit, and then I'm out. Right. Okay. The novelty right. dies off. So are you doing it in multiplayer? Or are you doing just mostly solo? Most just doing solo right now. Occasionally me and my brother would get, because, you know, on there you can hop online and right, do right, missions right. together. Which is, that's a cool feature, I think. Yeah. But right now it's solo. Okay. Anytime I can squeeze in. <laughs> Outside of work, kids. <laughs> Stuff. Right. Life. <laughs> all right. All right. So Borderlands, is that, so, what, anything else you feeling? Like, just like. No, that's, that's the big one right now. I mean, oh, I finally got my Fitbit. Surge. Um, that, it was, it was a Christmas gift <laughs> that finally arrived after many weeks of, uh. Being delayed. Christmas in March. Right. So you join the Fitbit Mafia? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, do you, when you're on the train or like out in public, you see other people with Fitbits, do you guys give each other a knowing look? Like, no. I'm not sleeping <laughs> enough, me either. <laughs> my, my, my little thingy on my arm tell me I'm not walking enough, me neither. No, look at it. it I think it's good because, it, you know, the, it always has time on here. It's always showing because it has like a bigger screen, this one. But this is the GPS watch. Okay. Um, yeah, you can track a lot, and it has notifications tied to your phone. So so you can feel guilty on multiple devices. Right. Right, so if someone texts me, I hear it in my phone, my laptop, my iPad, now on my, on my wrist. So so we all hear it. Dog hears it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there like a, a point in which you just want to say to motherfuckers, like, dog, I know, I'll, I'll do some setup. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> get off my, no, get no, off no, my no, watch, no, my no, phone. No, <laughs> notifications aren't if someone else texts you. Like, you can, any notifications you get on your phone, yeah. you, get, you tied your watch. Oh, I see. It's not about your health and fitness shit. It's just no. one more place to get notifications. Right. Although, they do have some notifications. <laughs> you, you, see what I'm, you see what I'm getting at. <laughs> okay. No, there are the occasional notifications like, oh, you only have a thousand steps left to go to your goal. Come on, man. It's like, it's, it's 930. I'm not going But you're like, fuck, I'm playing Borderlands. <laughs> right. do, you, do you play Borderlands and, like, like tap your feet <laughs> right. when you're running in place? Side shuffle. <laughs> Because, I mean, wasn't that what the Wii was about? Yeah. Like, when the Wii came out, it was like, look, you can be a lazy nerd and move. Right? Yeah. And people were like, oh, this is awesome. Then they were like, fuck tennis. <laughs> then they were just like, now all of a sudden it was like the Wii kept coming out with controllers that would make it seem like you were active, but you were moving even less. The Wii was the fit board. Right. Then it was like, right. <laughs> then it was, we are watching you mm-hmm. doing nothing. You know? All right. So don't, you, you, you've got a, you got a Fitbit watch. Yeah. I mean, let me see the... So yeah, I, all right, okay. yeah, it has swiping and all I that. got you. All right, because I I've seen people with Fitbits, but they it's just like you know just a black basic, implant device. The basic. Yeah. I mean, it looks straight up like that obelisk in two thousand one and shit. It looks like really interesting. Like in a way, I kind of want one, but in a way, I kind of don't. Because I think because it's like you know, find you. It, well, no, it's like it's gonna say to me, "That's your third scotch, brother." What you doing? <laughs> like, I don't want that. Like, That's very personalized. Right? Right. It's gonna get to know me. You know what I mean? Like so many, so many devices these days are designed to get to know you. Right. I don't want it to know me. Terry, you've had enough. You're right. Right? Maybe you should walk home. You should close out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which card are you using to pay for that tonight? <laughs> Is that a joint account? Are you, <laughs> are you paying you for your night out of the What? So how many bars have you been to? Right. Right. This weekend. I thought you were saving up for retirement. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Did you just log into the 401k? 
<laughs> Damn it! I will hit the overall, log out button for you. Overall, like, I, I like this watch better than the Apple Watch just because it tracks sleep, which is something I need to start tracking because I don't do that enough. And there's babies. So I heard. <laughs> right. This is, I think it'd be great to track sleep when you're not sleeping. Well, yeah, when you don't get sleeping, it, it shows you, like, oh, you only got three hours of sleep. I'm like, oh. Then you take a picture of the kid, like, yeah, and <laughs> what? Well, right now, the three hours is because I'm up playing Borderlands. Okay. Well, that's self inflicted. I can't. Yeah, right. I can't. Out. It's out by 8 o'clock. Right, okay. It's not even on you. She's out okay. for 12 hours straight. Right. So I cannot use her. Oh, okay. Yeah. In case you, in case listeners can't tell, Vinny and Manera have procreated. Yeah, it's a and thing also, that has happened. And also, you know, married and everything. So that's only if your mom is listening. She cares about that. Like, yeah. like the, the, the 21st century doesn't actually care if they're married. I just, you know, instead of like these two random guests who are talking about kids. Oh, are I see together. happen to have also had a kid. Are together. That could be some awesome shit too. Like <laughs> if you invite, if we have two guests who didn't know the other was gonna be here, but they both also made babies, and it's like so, Taekwon. <laughs> Rita has some things she'd like to say to you. <laughs> what are you into now? That'd be like a, that'd be like a Jerry thing. That whole second would be shot. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> Which I think this might be a thing we could talk about when for next time we do this with the other guests that we didn't have on tonight. <laughs> the, the guest who's going to be here. Don't. Legal ramifications of a le- thing. This would le- be great. No, we, no, no. So that's foreshadowing right there. No. That's radio gold. <laughs> radio <laughs> gold, baby. Yeah. Radio that's how gold. you do it. Radio gold. <laughs> okay. Episode six. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you into right now? What are so, you digging? I am back into Mad Men. I'm back into it. We've got six, well, for me, six, because I haven't watched Sunday's episode to go. Um, So, you know, just so everybody understands, right now I'm also about six months pregnant again. We procreated again. (laughs) It came out great the first time, so we thought we'd do it again. I was explaining to Troy earlier that sometimes when you have a baby, you're good at it. So here it comes again. Yeah. Yeah, here it comes again. So, I mean, it's nice to watch a show that's not anything like what you're experiencing. No one's pants stretch. Everyone's Caucasian. No one apparently is pregnant. I mean, it's the perfect escapist fantasy for me at the current time. You say nobody's pants. And everyone's drinking. You're not drinking what everyone else is. Stinks is hot, dog. Realness. Stinks is hot. What do we say about realness? What do we say about realness? Man, realness is what's for dinner. Wow. Have a red pop with none it. Of right? Can, yeah, none of us can relate. Wow. Hey. Right. Yeah. So, but, but you are digging that. You're digging. So, yeah, I'm you, back you. into it. I'm, I don't know what's going on with uh, Roger's mustache. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> you haven't seen the show. Yeah. <laughs> the guy just has like a serious 70s stash all of a sudden. I mean, it was just one of those pictures where I was looking at it and I just thought, <laughs> Where did his face go? I mean, where, where did I miss? Like, I'm living like a recap. Like, I know everyone else is watching Game of Thrones, and I'm watching Mad Men, like, one and, like, you know, an eight season recap, just, to, just so I'm clear on the mustaches and where they've gone. I, okay. I'm I tried. I should say. No, no, it's fine. I, I, I tried Mad Men back when Netflix. Back when people got the DVDs in their houses. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, back when there was white in people. Those days. So I, I got DVDs back to the. Me and my wife tried to watch Mad Men. And. Those dudes, we got it was see somewhere in season one. Maybe got we maybe we got to season two. And at some point, every time one of these dudes did some like man shit, my wife would give me this side eye, <laughs> like she wouldn't even realize she was doing it. Uh-huh. 
But it was like she, it was like the patriarchy was so deep on this show <laughs> that I had to be like, man, let me just, let me put Flashpoint or something in the queue. Like, I need to, no more madman comes to our house. I need a police procedural. Give me, give me CSI New York. I can't do any more. So I haven't watched Mad Men since the beginning of season two because my wife was just like, she was going through something. And I was like, damn, it's not like I fucked up the washing machine or drove a lawnmower across somebody's foot. I didn't do that, right? So now that Netflix is purely just coming through the Xbox, right. I can watch it while she like works or something. So I can catch up. All right. Got it. Got but it, it, was got it really eight seasons? Is that how long this shit's no, been going on? I, don't think, I, don't I think, think it's six. Because it? they, they break them up in the halves, like half seasons. Yeah. Oh, like an HBO show in general. Yeah, because I okay. think this is hmm. probably season six or seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Unlike the BBC, where it'd be like season thirty and shit. Right. Yeah, because it's like three you know, the seasons like three episodes right. long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gotcha. The bad thing about Mad Men is that they take so much time in between seasons. So when we were watching last week, it's like, wait a minute, what happened at the end of last season? You gotta go back. And right. Try to turn. You know. Uh, oh, it's like so John, for people who were in the Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. So much time passes. You're like all of a sudden you turn into Game of Thrones and people are just on pirate ships and. In Atlantis, and you're like, what the right. f- wait, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Last time you were in a treehouse. I don't, I don't get it. What happened? Yeah. Okay, I got you. You know, and a Mad Men trailer will tell you nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, it's one of it those. will tell you that yeah. people did a scene in a place, yeah. someone said a word, and <laughs> yeah. then they cut to another scene right. in a place where someone said another word. <laughs> yeah. Different person, different word. Someone drank a martini. But that tells yeah. you that that's your that's your trailer for the yeah. next week. So we, I, I don't. I have no clue what could possibly be happening. And there was product placement. Yes. Yeah. But then this also gives me an opportunity to read my favorite recaps on Slate. There are like three <laughs> people. They all do recaps on Slate. It's to the point where I want to watch the episode so, so I can read the recap. I see. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I've got to get to my three recaps and then I feel, I feel, I feel good. I feel solid. It's like there are three people on Slate you trust that they watch the same thing you watch. Well, four if you count the person who does the recap for Louie. I trust them too. So I also have to watch Louie <laughs> so I can read the recap. To get to the recap. All right. Well, we watch, well, I love, we love Louie. I love Louie. And we watch Louie. And I'm driving Vinny crazy because I'm at the point now where I've seen so much Louie. I know what he's going to do. I know the stupid man thing that Louie's going to do. And this is not, I always confuse Louie with, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, no. And the show with the dude in the dog suit. Oh, oh Wilfred, no. Yeah, I always, because I don't... Same network. <laughs> I always think of the same show. There's always an angry bald man. There's an angry, balding white dude on each of these shows. And he's got that, like, drunk face. He's got, like, you know, like the drunk, you know, you get the drunk sweats and shit. He's got that face. I don't know nothing about You know how you walk past the bar in the hood. But, you know, you live right. down, you know, down by Belmont. You walk past certain bars at 10 in the morning. There's a dude stumbling out with drunk face. Yep. You know, all these cats on these shows look just like that dude. You know, well, so because I, their stakes is high, I suppose. <laughs> oh, not for Danny DeVito, that dude. He's and he worked it out. I mean, I hope. I mean, has he been divorced? Do we know? Maybe because he was married to uh, Rio Palmer for like thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. seen it forever, right? So, like, right. no divorces. See, stakes shouldn't be so high for him. You know, at, the, at that point, what's that is another motherfucker in a dog suit. Somebody like, asked him. <laughs> his agent had a conversation. Yeah, that, that dog, the dog suit joint. That I only lasted a couple episodes with that. I couldn't. That I couldn't didn't get into it. I just no. My suspicion of disbelief does not go that far. Right. Yeah, it's hard. I can't do that. Yeah. Can't all right, Manera, are you, are you in anything else, like, recently? Or just, you're throwing it all at Mad Men. You're Mad Men. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got to, I still got to do Louie, because I, I love Louie. Okay. That's, that's also my thing, so. Yeah, Louis. Again, 
Louis one of those. Not shows. me at all. <laughs> <laughs> His pants are probably at, at least as stretchy as mine at the time. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, pants. our our similarities <laughs> end right there. Stretchy pants. What about you, Vinny? Anything else? No, I don't think that's it. That's the life right there. This man's like, I got the Xbox on, and the wife is watching <laughs> Mad Men. Right? Someday there'll be another baby in the house. And the ba- and the but until then, and the baby's even hit out. play. Right. 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 Keep good. hitting play exactly. until this stops. Because <laughs> right. after this, i got to sell a lot of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> you know? The wheels fall all the way off. Right. Like, keep hitting play. All right. I discovered a thing that I'm into that I did not realize I was going to like. I've, in fact, been dreading this thing. Daredevil started last week on Netflix. Mm, yes. Right? And I was prepared to hate all over it. You wanted to hate, 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 hate. Because there's a certain era of Daredevil I like and a certain era of Daredevil I hate. This is neither of those eras. Right? This is like, I was afraid it was going to be Brian Michael Bendis' depressing-ass Daredevil where his house always blows up and he's like always strung out on smack and every other comic, somebody's dragging him through a parking lot by his ankles and he's crying for his mama dressed as a nun. Like, no, I'm not into that. Of course, there are comics that have that, so that's kind of hilarious by itself. But but I'm saying, right? Like, like Brian Bendis wrote Daredevil as if you're constantly having to read Leaving Las Vegas, right? And I don't want to fuck with that. I'm done, right? right? I I have no parts of that. But then there's Frank Miller's Daredevil, in which Daredevil was still an interesting dude who had discovered he had an interesting life when none of the readers were paying attention, right? (laughs) You've been reading Daredevil for 10 years, and all of a sudden, did you know he was a ninja? No, you thought he was just a superhero. He was a fucking ninja. And he's got a girlfriend who's about to die soon. The first of many, right? <laughs> you didn't know Daredevil was going to be that interesting. Frank Miller did all that for him. This show has been neither of these things. And I'm like eight episodes in, you know? He doesn't have a girlfriend. There's allusions to him having gotten laid before, but none of them are dead. It's like Daredevil year one. I was really hating on the fact that they put him in that black costume yeah. with the bandana around with his bandana, face. Yeah. But that's truly just some year one shit. He doesn't have a costume. He's dressed like Dexter, basically. Wow. He's basically just wearing a sweatshirt and some pants and some gloves with some cushions on him and a bandana around his face. You know, mostly not, I mean, he's blind, so it's not even a mask. Right. So much as really just to hide his very distinctive looking face. And the other great thing about Daredevil is everyone except the dude playing Matt Murdock is a great actor. It's just like <laughs> okay. that Ben Affleck movie, oh, no. but cheaper. No, think about this. It's kind of great. They understood that Daredevil himself is just a prop. Right? Daredevil's really about the mistakes everyone else is making around him and the choices they're making. Like, Daredevil's going to punch a gangster in the face. Right? He's going to do it. He's going to be crying at the foot of some priest or nun eventually. We know he's going to get there. But before that happens, man, there's this amazing, like, like detective work and reporting being done by this Ben-Uric cat. The guy who plays him is awesome. The chick who's playing Karen Page, one of the, I mean, spoiler alert, Karen Page won't be around if there's a season three. I'm just telling (laughs) y'all. Karen Page is not an immortal. This ain't one of those shows, right? Just, man, if if a woman is on a show into Matt Murdock, she ain't going to be around that long. But she's around now, and she's pretty good. And Foggy Nelson's hilarious as as fat, chummy, like, you know, law partner. Best bud, BFF kind of deal, right. But he's not like, I mean, in the comics, Foggy Nelson's kind of like almost comic relief, right? Like, he's sad, sad trombone. His name's Foggy. How great can he be? You know, you don't want to trust a dude named Foggy. No. It's like Matt Murdock keeps him around because, well, you know, nobody else would want Foggy. In this show, Foggy is bumbling and competent at the same time, right? And Vincent D'Onofrio plays Kingpin. Okay. So he's not called Kingpin yet. He's just like Wilson Fisk. Okay. He's, he's 
he goes through some things too. It's like, it's almost, I hate, okay, I'm going to say these words, and I don't mean them as strongly as they're going to come out, right? Like on The Wire, mm-hmm. where you got equal time between the good get the cops and the crooks, mm-hmm. right? And it worked because you were able to show that everyone had a point of view, even the fucked up people. Right. And you could show them kind of evolving or devolving. Daredevil's kind of, the writers are taking a similar approach. So in a way that Netflix kind of does this whole season shit so that you can like binge watch, this is a good binge watch show. You're not, it's not like you're going to suffer if you don't watch that next episode, but you kind of want to hit the button just yeah. in case, yeah. you know? You just want to stick yeah. with it, you know? Yeah. It's actually, it's keeping me with the episodic thing because I've been on, I've been on note that I do not watch shows that you have to watch all of them in, in order or you have to, or they're more to be had. Like, you so must love Criminal Minds. I do not. <laughs> I do not. You gotta try it because no. you don't need to watch anything in order on that show. This is great. But see, the thing, yeah, the thing with like for watching like you know a show where you know we get to season four and like oh cliffhanger, you have to like I hate waiting for season five. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. So I wait until all this is done. Go. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna sit down at eight a.m. I'm gonna get up whenever I get up. That's how I do. Things. Oh, you're saying you just don't do appointment viewing? I don't do a side. Epi- okay. I don't. Right. Epi- okay. Epi- okay. So yeah. episodic epi- epi- viewing, so you're fine with, but you don't. You don't want yeah. to be home at seven o'clock to watch episode watch nine. Because I hate. I hate the. I hate the, the, the puppet master kind yes. of feeling. Like, okay. You have to be home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So the, I, I watched episode one last um, past weekend. I was like, huh. And Daredevil is a, is a character to me that the only thing really I know about him is him showing up in random video games I should play. Okay. That's it. I don't know about I don't know a little origin story. And when that happens, you put him on your team, and you're like, damn, he's useless. No, no, he, got, he has like sonar and whatnot. Yes, so, he does have that, yeah. So he he does things in the video game, I'm like, okay, but we got, a origin, we got his origin story in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, he's we're done here, this street. is great. He's crossing the street, got hit in the face with some chemicals. And then, like you know, then his, you know his dad Super. is doing the thing. Like it's it, it's like, oh, this is awesome. Like I, I get it, I understand. His dad's like Jerry Cooney. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> How apt that is, good guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it just yeah. like like I, I watched the first episode. Like, oh snap, it's really, you know. And then like the next one came on, and if I hadn't had to be somewhere, I would have hit play. Mm-hmm. But now the fact that because I don't have to watch, like I'm like, hey. Episode two is going to be there. We've got an entire, and I don't think that's going to be to the point where I get to the end of the season. I go, man, I wish season two was. Huh, is season two out yet? You know, refresh. No, refresh. No, like I don't get to that point. Yeah, and they won't let me do that because most likely every episode, you know, it ties into the next one, but it's not going to be the cliffhanger, which I hate. Oh God, I hate. Hate it. Hate. Hate. So you really you would you rather that. You only get into a show once the entire show's finished and completed. It depends, like, it's the episode. That's the thing. It's like, if it if you give me cliffhangers, like, okay. we don't know who shot blah, blah, blah. Like, no. But hit play I'm gonna wait again and you'll find out. I'm going to wait till it's done. I'm going to wait till it's done and watch the whole thing. But if it's like this where in an hour we had his origin story, we had him getting his first case, we had him doing the, how long you were practicing law? Oh, Seven hours. Like we got that, and then we get to, oh, we get to the end, and it gives you a precursor, like oh, this thing is going to happen next, but we don't know. So it's like okay, cool. I can take this one episode and be like okay, cool. I don't have to wait, and you know if we keep doing this, I don't right. have to wait till the end of the season going. I don't know what's gonna happen. Right. What's gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> what's gonna happen? I don't, I'm not on that point. I'm not. I don't. I don't want the, the puppet 
That's what I would. That's just how I do. So basically, you don't want anybody playing with your emotions. Don't play with my emotions, Smokey. Right, right. <laughs> don't play with my emotions, Smokey. No. But what are you into? So that's how you feel about Daredevil. That's how I feel about what Daredevil. Are you into? I'm, I'm digging it. The thing is, <clears throat> you could also be in a Daredevil. No, I'm also in a Daredevil. Apparently, like um, the thing I have is I'm not in the shit that everybody else is into. I tend to run the other way. There's another reason I thought I was going to hate Daredevil. Exactly. Because right. that's your country. Because somebody yes. was and you are contrary. Yup. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so Daredevil, that. Yeah, that's what you're feeling right now? Yeah, absolutely. There, okay. Um, I will say, actually, I've been doing the music thing, and um, the two albums, um, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, and J-Live. Um, Kendrick, obviously, is getting the bigger press, and kind of, to a lesser extent, J. Cole. Um, in top five, and there's no spoiler alert, in top five of the joint that I think we... I like it. I don't, whatever. It's been out long enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You ain't seen it. Yeah. Please go see it. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Right, right. Um, but um, Seinfeld mentions his I'm top five is J. J. Cole is it his top five. And yeah. it, really? Like, right. at that point, J. Cole had one album, had a couple guest spots, and, like, no way, shape, or form, theoretically, he should have gotten to anybody's top ten of, like, top five of all time. It was time. a good album, though. That's the thing. And so I've been listening to the new joint. Um, and listening to that, I've been listening to Kendrick. Actually, that, actually that's his third album. That's his third? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the second. Well, got, yeah, the I bought came out last year, too. Okay. But, but the thing is, well, okay, so let's say three albums. Mm-hmm. Very few people can be like, oh, you're going to be a top five, top ten sure. MC with three albums. Like I think we gave I think we gave we gave Jay that that kind of mantle. We gave Biggie that mantle because he wasn't around for album three, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was wrong to give him. But I think I'm on record as saying I didn't like Biggie. Yeah, no, you no, are on record. Right, okay. you're on record. So I don't think he's top ten. But I've still I haven't really heard him ever do a song where he actually opened his mouth and spoke. But okay. But he's dead now, so he ain't gonna be doing it tomorrow, I guess. Well, it was Hologram Biggie. Hologram Biggie? Hologram Biggie. Holly, hologram Biggie is something's going on. A hologram or a hologram? Oh, 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 I see what you did there. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, you made a hologram of Biggie. Like, I like this. Oh, <laughs> reverence. I just don't. Right? <laughs> I mean, do we want to see a hologram of Biggie? No. 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 We didn't want to see a hologram of Pop. Right. right. No one wanted Why to see either of us. on no. this train? I saw that the family of Selena, you know. They've and actually kind of more or less demanded one. And I wanted to yeah. say, no, don't no. do this to Selena. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Because if that happens, I'm Mom. gonna want a hologram of Cliff Burton. <laughs> right. No you know? bueno. Like Slayer's <laughs> gonna play, they're gonna want a hologram of Jeff Hanneman. Like that's what's gonna happen. Like Pretty soon there'll be some CBS special of deceased musicians and it'll be all be holograms. But if it's good holograms, it it'd, be like, it'd be like it'd be like holographic it's Muppets good. and those okay, Muppets and Chuck E. Cheese. That's what it's gonna be like. Are there, are there really? any good holograms right now? Though? Are there no, any good holograms? Yeah. No, I can put yes. together an amazing hologram. Right, right it's, it's radio. We're doing the robot right now. Like, oh, we, we are right. Animatronic. <laughs> animatronic. Just, just pretend you're that bear that plays the drums at Chuck E. Cheese, and right. that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Can't think of his name. Right with the blinking. Right. He had a long career. <laughs> still having a long career. Still having, still rocking. Yeah. That dude's on his boat gig right, right now. Right. Maybe playing retire, retire showbiz. Awesome, I know, right? Showbiz is the retirement spot. Okay. If 
the, the, the hologram thing is interesting because if I, I would be willing to say, man, are you going to do, if you were able to put together a bunch of musicians, right, to like record the concert and then have the holographic musicians play the concert, I might be down for something like that one time. They do that for Elvis. Yeah, I'm out. They do that for Elvis, too. I know, because my brother-in-law... I, from what him. I hear, he was a hero to most. <laughs> but he never meant shit to me. Yeah, yeah. The motherfucker was straight up racist, simple and plain. Motherfuck him. And John Wayne. <laughs> Seem black and I'm proud. I'm hot because I'm Most of my heroes don't appear on the stage. <laughs> or to... when they do appear on the stage, they get misquoted. <laughs> Misquoted on steps. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> this ties into mean, everything, y'all. I mean, how did that even make it? <laughs> whatever process. Fifty billion what's the process, and how can I get involved? Oh, God. <laughs> Would Google help us? <laughs> Google help. Us. If only there was some way <laughs> to find out who that quote was attributed to. <laughs> well, we actually did it. it Apparently, she, it kept being attributed to her. But so we're talking about Maya Angelou, the stamp, and. It has a quote on it that she didn't actually say, didn't actually write, and the person who did, the person who did write it, the person who did write it is like, I'm glad this quote is being attributed to her, so that's cool as long as the stamp works, and everybody's like, oh, because it made it past editor after editor after editor after designer after editor, and we never really checked. Hey, did she say this? Or? Assumed. So that's a, that's a lot. So see, see, that's how we go, people. This is this is tangential radio, tangential podcasting you know, in your area. When you're talking about things like like that, it, it, sitting there with no judgments. Where's the quality control? <laughs> quality control is, is 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 fundamental. It is fundamental. I agree and concur. Where, where, where is it? Where's the quality? Where where, where are our standards? Where, where where are we gone here? Yeah, I don't. So I don't exactly. So the thing about. Um, so I'm into, like I said, three albums. I'm, I'm listening to the, the Leia Shaco. I'm listening to Kendrick. I'm listening to J-Live. Um, obviously, like one of these kids is doing his own thing. J-Live is get, basically a dude who's been around for a long time and has never never really sold really well. But he makes, I, I call it grown folk rap, where he's talking about, um, you know, he used to be a high school teacher. He's talking about teaching. He's talking about taking care of, you know, taking care of, uh, of stuff that you have and um, very awesome lyrically he does he um, DJs he does he's he's doing the scratching he's doing the rapping and everything really 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 a fan of his um, he's been around for a long time the Kendrick thing is is that I want to rap for my hometown for my hometown kid but Kendrick is we we're talking about quality we're talking about people's opinions and how can I get my opinion out. Kendrick kind of put his foot in his mouth. He, you know, he, he started on the respectability politics kind of kind of thing. And Kendrick is actually just 10 years younger than me. And the fact that he grew up where I grew up and he was on this kind of like, all we have to do is act better and we'll be treated better kind of shtick, which never, ever, ever works. Right. Um, and I listen to his album, and I see, you know, where he's trying to go. I applaud, you know, um, he got some good musicians on it. He's, mm-hmm. the, the musicianship is awesome. Um, it's not Good Kid, Mad City. You know, it's not yeah. Section 80. Um, it's not this other stuff, the other kind of stuff that he did when he was a lot younger. Um, it's 
it's somebody thing is it's like it's someone trying to be someone figuring out what maturity is for them um we're talking about race we're talking about street politics we're talking about this kind of thing we're talking about you know i'm, I'm putting my opinion out there but the thing is is that sometimes it does not work and it i listen to the album i listen to it over and over again and there's some tracks that are really great some tracks that are just meh mm-hmm. um like i said it's no good kid man you know it, it's it's hard for you to make a label premiere have this great pub you know be crowned the, the next great one and then come out with something that you know is not you know is is kind of not accessible you know tons of thought pieces about is Kendrick's album too black for you like when have we ever come up with this ever for anybody mm-hmm. like is D'Angelo's Black Messiah is it too funky is it too <laughs> funky for you white people well, I think with that I think people were expecting the continuation of you know of what of voodoo voodoo and you know, yeah, it more kind of, I, mean, sugar, more I mean, that was the thing. It was like, but the fact that people are arguing, people argue like it sounds like it's old stuff. And other people like, it sounds like totally new. Like, this sounds like a cokehead got in the rehab, got clean, went back in the lab. You know, he's talking to Prince. He's talking to Supercat. He's talking to all these producers and people, musicians, and getting his mind right and doing it. So the fact that, you know, you have some people going, oh, this sounds like the old shit. Oh, this sounds like some ultra new funk. I mean, this is like, he's the pilot of the, the new music enterprise. Like, the fact you even have that, people can't even agree on that. But meanwhile, we... In some like, large way, though, a thing that happens in music daily, practically, like every time, how many times has there been in music where somebody either was attributed, if they weren't being crowned the king of hip-hop for no damn reason, or the, no the, the heralder of the new R&B or the new funk, right? Or a number of artists who stand up and declare they've invented a new movement called hyphy, right? You keep like, going back to hyphy. Man, it's because hilarious. it's hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Like, this is the music industry. Party of one. In, in, <laughs> like, but that's, that's, that's really what that conversation always comes down to. Somebody is dying to just hang a crown on someone's head in music sometimes, like in R&B or hip-hop, as if some shit that's being done now is truly innovative and unique. If it was really innovative and unique, you wouldn't be able to hear it because this is not a form of music that really celebrates its innovative and uniqueness. Right. right? Most of the time, it's a form of music that celebrates something familiar, right? And fresh, but not unique, right? Mm-hmm. When it's unique, it's like... I remember when Gnarls Barkley happened. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers was like, oh my God, I've never heard a sound like that before. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard a sound like that before if you were paying attention. You know what I mean? It's not like all of a sudden CeeLo just like fucking woke up and grabbed the microphone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that didn't happen. Right. You know? When Danger Mouse goes and does a thing and people are like, oh shit, Danger Mouse. Or like, you know, the fucking, who the dude's the fucking robot heads? Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. You know? These guys do a thing and it's like all of a sudden Daft Punk can't get off your fucking TV. You know, people are they, they, they do the same thing for oh, right yeah. for twenty yeah. years like, and, and, and successfully, and not even like right and successfully so not grinding. They ain't in subway stations and shit, right? You know, I think, like, I think with shit. them they got involved with more you know pop mainstream people. And totally did, fine. And we did this, people, but, you, actually heard but you're hearing guys say like, "Oh my god, this dude! Oh, did you see what just happened?" Beyonce released that album without any like you know I guess press or whatever. Right, just yeah. did that shit overnight. 
And motherfuckers was talking about that shit like it was Purple Rain. Like, wait, it's still a Beyonce album, right? Like, it's gonna sound like Beyonce. Is she she's the queen of like R and B and shit because you didn't know her album was coming out? Nope. Really? Then here it is. Right. There's a lot of queens out there then. Right. You know? But we, but, you know, that's the thing with music. The marketing is so mingled in with the music. Yeah. You can't separate them. It's like, I love Beyonce. It was right. right. As an album. Right. I mean, I want these I two applaud, things separated. Yeah. Like, you can, you want to applaud the business side. You want to yeah. applaud the marketing, the, the drop, and the videos, and all that sort of under wrap stuff. That's great, but that doesn't mean that what you're getting is the greatest thing greatest of all thing time. And you only applaud that shit because it worked because she was already Beyonce. Right? Right. If Beyonce <laughs> Jones around the corner on Granville tried that shit, you should have told somebody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would be the second coming dropping, of Aretha. Dropping your, dropping your thing at midnight. Maybe only you were there to give it a right. small clap. Right. You can't you can't go down to Wilson stop and be like, hey, y'all get that shit? Woo! Who right. got my it. shit on bootleg already? Right. You selling out your trunk, ain't you? No, no, we're not. You know? So I I, I hear you. Like I, I So that that's my thing with like I'd say with I never said that Kendrick was gonna come with right. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Kendrick to be solid. Yeah. At the very least, solid. And at the very least, he would you know black out like he did on Control, like mm-hmm. he did on Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. like he did on Section Eighty, where he had a sense of humor. He, but he could also exhibit some sort of seriousness about you know this is going on, this is wrong, you know, and that kind of thing. But what I did not, well, I didn't expect a this affects belief politics shit to come out. I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, that influence, like, really big, really? Okay. Um, I didn't expect that. And I didn't really, I expected people on the second album, people like, oh, you know, can I work with you? I, you know, you the man now, let's get, mm-hmm. let's get in the studio, let's work on something. And I'm not disappointed. Well, I'll take it back. I'm disappointed. But the question becomes, what was I expecting? You're right. Like, but I expect, you know, I'm expecting something better than your last thing yeah mm-hmm. i'm expecting either more of it or better done yeah. or more polished or something and it wasn't the bar often says it's raised the bar was yeah i, I want the bar raised <laughs> if you like the last joint you should like the next you should joint try more. like the last and you know even the artist like you know i'm growing i'm in, cool i got no problem with that but at the very least how i would hate for somebody to walk in my shop in 2015 and be like this this comic shop was a lot better in 2012 you know I wouldn't want I wouldn't want that I wanted somebody I would rather have somebody come in every time and be like damn this is better than the last time I was here you know oh shit yeah. did you sweep <laughs> something like that did you clean something did you dust you know like something just anything anything because you're working at it every day it's your career yeah. you're working at it every day you want someone you want to be able to release something that surprises people that, that pushes you forward as an artist. That pushes you forward, right. And I think that that work is where the respectability politics comes from, right? right? Respectability politics to me are about, because sometimes I want to I wanna be really annoyed with it, but I really get it, right? Respectability what? politics is that, that, that mental and social thing that we have with ourselves where it makes us feel better about the situation. Like we have some understanding of it. If I say, man, Young brothers out there getting knocked in the head. If y'all just pull y'all damn pants up, like, you have an easier time of it. That isn't about their pants, right? Mm -hmm. That's about my feelings about 
the shit they're going through that I can't do anything about, mm. right? I can't stop you. I can't stop a cop from shooting a dude in Cleveland. I can't stop uh, cops from jumping all over somebody's fucking like hood and firing 127 shots into a car mm-hmm. where people don't have guns. I can't stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. I can't breathe. I can't stop. Hands up. Don't shoot. But if I go to saying, well, what the hell are you trying to walk down the street smoking a blunt for anyway? Or if I say, damn, dude, why are you trying to sell single cigarettes? Why ain't we beyond that shit already? Right. If I say that, what I'm really saying sometimes is, damn, man, like I, I worked on my shit. What about your shit? Yeah. But it's really about me. Right. Respectability politics has nothing to do with the wino I'm annoyed with and his genius brown paper bag on the beach, <laughs> right? It has nothing to do with the jackasses on my red line when I'm coming to work in the morning who are like listening to fucking, like, I don't know, some form of southern hip-hop I can't stand on their phones out loud, right? right? It's not, I mean, it's annoying that they're doing that shit, and I got feelings about it, but when I'm like, and then when they come and hassle your bitch ass, mm-hmm. you call that on yourself. What I'm really saying is, damn, dog, I want to walk over there and smack that damn phone out your hand, but that'd be yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm just going to get off this train and look, whatever happens to your day is going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And that's on you. But I'm checking out right now is what that's about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm checking out. So when you hear various has-been comedians turn politicos, <laughs> turn TV fucking Buckley. anchors and, and whatever, you know, when you hear these cats say the <laughs> shit they're saying, <laughs> right, they've come up, right? It's, it's very easy to say that shit when you're sitting on, you know, 130 mil, mm-hmm. right? And you're in your 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. It's easy to talk about the youth and how they fucking up, right? <laughs> because you're not going back to where they're at to be like, I'm not even saying go back there and give them jobs. I'm saying like, come on, dude, everybody got to live in this shit, right? Everyone's at a different spot. I'm at a different place right now than like some of the cats from where I grew up, you know, that I, I can I can relate to them on one level, but there's other levels I, I know I can't relate to them on. So when I'm using respectability politics, I know I'm saying, damn, dude, I'm just projecting, right? I'm saying this dumb shit to make me feel better about the shit you about to go through that I can't do anything about. I'm gonna walk away, you know? It's bullshit, but like I think that's why we do it, you know. And I'm admitting that I do it because I do have some feelings about motherfuckers and their parents, yep. especially the skinny pants. Dude, what? I just saw a, a guy, and I thought, your wait, your pants are so tight. How could they possibly sag? Right. I just respectability politics ain't just was, about how low the pants are. It might be about the recent, the most recent shower you had, right? Like, it can go it can go further than that, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, when I'm seeing, I see dudes all the time wearing their girlfriend pants, and I'm like, man, is that hot in the streets? Is that, is that gangster? Like, what, what? Hold on. There's skinny jeans, and then there's whatever you're doing. Right, like, what are you, I don't understand what you're doing right there. I'm gonna, I have another thing that I'm into. Well, musically. Okay. And it's, because I, I'm not, I mean, I'm peripherally into hip-hop. I like hip-hop, right? But I'm a metalhead, right? So I'm going to say these words that I know on Stakes is High, the Black Nerd Podcast. There will be some people out there who know what I'm talking about, right. but a, a lot of people might not. So I'm into, a, there's a band from Brazil called Angra, right? Or Angra, I don't know. But I mean, it's, I'm an American. They're probably called Angra. I'm assuming so, right? They're Brazilian dudes who, who, who perform, they sing in English, but I'm, they're a progressive metal band, and I'm into them because their guitar player Kiko Lauriero is that how I think you say his name, but it's Portuguese. I wouldn't fucking know, right? He is now the new guitar player for Megadeth, right? Okay. So since he's joining Megadeth, I kind of wanted to get a feel for like right. what, what his shit was like, right? Yeah. And he's really good, like good in like a speed metal sort of uh, uh, like a like a speed or power metal way along the lines of like Dragon Force. That's kind of his style, 
right? And so he will not be involved, I think, in the next writing cycle for Megadeth. I think their music is largely written. But he will be touring with them as their live guitar player and then going to the next writing cycle. So if you, if you like what you see, if you like what you hear, if you like what you've heard from Megadeth, you know, when you see this dude live, it's probably going to be really dope. But you've probably got another two years before you hear him write. But I've been into that. I mean, the, the album I'm specifically listening to is called Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only started really checking it out like last week when I found out that this dude got hired, right? And a lot of times I'm into like you know classic metal bands showing up again with like new members and shit. Like mm-hmm. you know, forty year olds got to fucking get out there and get paid too. So you, sometimes you got to look around. You got to find yourself a twenty five year old who's hot shit because right. <laughs> you got a boat to pay for. Megadeth ain't no different, right? <laughs> they, got, they got bills too. Right, they got bills too. This dude might be thirty five for all I fucking know. What I know is he ain't some legendary guitar player who's been playing metal for like forty fucking years. He ain't one of them cats. You know, they went to Brazil to get a dude. Like they they try hard, you know. <laughs> you know, but I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing from them. I'm not. A few months ago, we did an episode where I was talking. I think I mentioned the band Bad Salad, who are also a Brazilian uh, prog metal band along the lines of like Dream Theater and bands like that, who are really fantastic. They've got like two albums out. But when I heard, when I realized they they gotten the guy from Angra, I was like, oh wait, he went back because the Brazilian metal scene is amazing, right? There's like YouTube videos. I was showing some friends last week of like two Brazilian street musicians just shredding like Ingve Malmsteen just sitting out on the street ripping. And I was like, this is a this, man, fucking Rio has just got to be like just hot. Like, man, the Olympics is just going to be all like hookers and kidnappings and metalheads, right? I don't want to go, but YouTube that shit. It's like I was there. <laughs> I'm terrified of setting foot in your country sometimes. But man, I like your music, you know? They're on Spotify. They are on Spotify. <laughs> Wait, Bad Sounds on Spotify or Angers on oh, Spotify? Okay. Oh, Angers on Spotify. Yeah, that, yeah, they probably got like, they've been around for a while. But I don't know how long this dude's been in the band. I don't Bad think he's been in the band too. forever. Yeah. yeah, so... He's uh, and Bad Salad should be on Spotify. Yep, they're here. Yeah. All right, I'm into that. Nice. Sure. I want to jump back into to Kendrick then. So right. overall, are you disappointed in his music or him or both? I'm disappointed in him, but the thing is, like I said, he's a hometown kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's kind of how I think like Chicagoans view Kanye for them for some part. Like you're an asshole, but you're ours. Mm. But I wonder then it gets to the point where that's how keep, we feel about but, Bill Murray. But see, if it keeps going, <laughs> I know quite a few Chicagoans who like he's not ours. He's New York's. He's New York's now. about Kanye. Yeah, he's LA really. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's that not weirdness is the LA weirdness. No, right. we, we don't claim him. Either. Or because we're common. Yeah, uh, right. I think we lost him after uh, the second album, <laughs> late registration. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. So it's like the thing is though is that Kendrick's twenty seven. Like. I was really, you know, when I first got up to him, like, he was, like, still 18, 20, you know, come out of high school, whatever, you know, all these little random mixtapes and whatever, mm-hmm. really badly produced mixtapes. And... But they're mixtapes. But they're mixtapes. Um, but he was, like, he, like, the whole, like, the cliche, he was hungry. Like, he was really, like, he was feeling it. He was mm-hmm. still giving you, like, hilarious. He was, like, giving you, like, funny. He was giving you... It wasn't mature at all. It was just, like, look. This was going on in the neighborhood. I like this girl. We did this dirt. Mm-hmm. Then we got Good Kid, Mad City, where we have this entire kind of concept album. Right. Where, you know, hey, mom, I'm going to buy you, borrow your van. Mm-hmm. We're getting all this shit. And then I bring the van back. But then the last track, I'm going back out in the van again. 
So with that, like I said, with the bar that high and knowing that, you know, you know, it'd be like we're now if any artist does something that's not in some way speaking on people, like, huh, you ain't got nothing to say about Black Lives Matter, huh? You ain't got nothing to say about. I would Kansas. prefer they kind of don't. See, it's the thing, though. We can't have both ways. You can't, I can't you have, can't have I can't something have to say about Barkley. a situation that is a relatively uh, a, a new catchphrase, and your ass is 26 years old. I don't want to hear what you got to say. No, because those are the cats who's dying from this shit, though. Yeah, but what do you explain? Mm. Let's see. I don't even know if I want to say, like, say something. That's the thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're having, tr- we have, like I said, we have these 56-year-olds who aren't doing the thing with these, rep- you know, with these politics. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, it's not, it's not about me. It's about... Y'all kids who I can't connect to, who I don't understand, who listen to boomity boomity boom bap music, I don't understand. So at the very least, Kendrick is in this age group and still articulating the stuff that these old hands But, but if you want him to speak to that point, if you want him to speak directly to the youth who shit's happening to, then you can't argue with respectability politics. I'm not, well... You because all... now, we, 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 we want to say that bad shit's happening to innocent people because bad people do bad things. So it doesn't matter if you pull your pants up. It doesn't matter if you turn your hat right. It doesn't matter right. if you button your shirt all the way up or you you, you tuck it into your pants. Right. Or like you, it is, you, what difference right. does it make if Kendrick Lamar or 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 like like most deaf or anybody talks to the youth? The youth are just being the youth. Mm-hmm. The youth have been the youth since like my mom was a kid. The youth has been the youth since before house music. It was called Gauston back in the day. And people didn't like the shit they was doing. The youth was the youth when I was dying my hair fucking blue, being the only fucking black kid in the middle of my fucking high school. Like, the, the, it's always going to be the youth being the youth doing what the hell they going to do. Right. But a cop shouldn't shoot you in the head over it. Right? So if Kendrick is talking to me about getting my shit together, I got my shit. I'm doing the job of being a young person. Mm-hmm. I'm clowning. Right? I'm not a criminal, right. but I'm an idiot because I'm young. Young. Being young is about being an insane person. You're a crazy right. person. But right. the thing is that in this country, young black people can't be, you can't fuck up. Well, yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the margin for error is right. Oh, sure. Yeah. The margin for error is small, but shit's happening to people who have made no errors. Right. Right. right? Yeah. If this was just about like dudes selling weed and instead of getting three months in jail are dying. But it's only dudes selling weed. We have a thing we can say to dudes selling weed. Mm-hmm. Man, maybe you should switch it to something less deadly, like cocaine. <laughs> you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you won't have to die, apparently, like, like over beach. ecstasy. Like, you can make that argument if that was the case. But this is like, this is women ringing doorbells. And this is like people, you know, flagging right. down cabs right. and shit. Yeah. I mean, I say, but you can't have, you can't have selective opinions. I get that. You can't have a dude saying, a 20-year-old going, you know, if y'all would just, if people my age were just doing this, we'd be cool. And not have, leave the door open for another 20-year-old going, that's bullshit. Yeah. I get that. So you can't pick and choose. Like when people are like, oh, celebrities should shut up about, you know, things. Like they can talk. Like I can have Charles Barkley. I can have Orlando Jones. I can, yeah. those two can coexist. They can clash, all that good stuff. And I can go, I agree with Orlando Jones. I think Charles Barkley full of shit. All, all I want the, the the celebrity intelligentsia to be saying to the youth is get your ass in school, come out, affect policy, mm-hmm. right? You, 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 you better do some voting. You better learn how to write policy. You better pay attention. That's the only thing I want them to say to everyone because that matters whether you whether you do with your pants down around your ass, slinging joints, or whether or not you out there try to be the next hip-hop star, or whether you a black kid from Wilmette playing tennis. Like, it's the same shit. 
if you aren't paying attention to what's going on, what's going on could happen to you. So I would, if, if Kendrick Lamar has got to say to black kids, yo, pay attention, and these are the areas where we're falling down, you know, get what you, you know, get get your game tight. If he like, did then that, I'm willing to hear that. If, if he, he did, if he did, if that. he did right. that. But right. on the joint, he did, he did Black of the Bear. He goes through this whole thing about gang violence. Yeah. He goes through this whole thing and like beat his heart. Like it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a bang. It's yeah. a single. It's a bang. The thing is though, is that at the end of the song, he goes. I feel like a hypocrite that I care about Black Lives Matter when I'm out here shooting in the character of this gangbanger. I'm out here shooting other black people. So it becomes kind of this white supremacist kind of thing. Like, well, why should we care about Black Lives Matter and people getting shot by cops when you guys are killing each other? Well, maybe Kendrick Lamar's problem there is he should direct that shit as record label. Right, he made this record where he gets to play the character of this gangster, whatever the fuck, and he's got this message to say at the end. But the only reason he's fucking doing it is because it's got to be on the album. Because, like you said, it's a banger, and the only thing that matters there is points on the package. So, okay, say it to your label so that your label stops putting that bullshit out. Well, no, well, he's he's putting this he's putting this up as in character. I get it. He's putting it up in character, and the thing is that one of the big things about Top Dog Entertainment, which is the thing he signed to, is that basically they're all kids who grew up. You know, they all did the thing together. Yeah. You know, it's all about, you know, you know the big crew, schoolboy Q, yeah. and all this. Absol- all these rest of these cats. Strangely, I've heard of this before. Yes. yes I'm just have. surprised. I just, you said it, and I was like, I've heard of that. I saw that. I on know the, that. I saw that on cable television. <laughs> and not public access. It was not public access, in fact. I saw Crucial Conflict in public access. Oh, that was man. different. <laughs> in the middle of a bar, apparently. going back. In the middle of a bar. <laughs> Smoking on hand. So that's so that's my thing with that's my thing with that. So to answer your original question, I'm not I'm disappointed in Kendrick music. Like Kendrick's gonna have lyrics. Like I want him. Like if you get anointed, like you're the next big thing. I want you every time you touch the microphone that you show people right. this right. is why. Right. I'm good with that. Word. In this album, he doesn't really do. It. Okay. Yeah, and I'm glad you said it because I, I I've heard a lot of people just you know <laughs> praising the album. It's like Graves album. I'm like I listen to it. I'm like. Am I missing something? Am I missing something? Mm-hmm. Like, and the it, thing you don't okay, want to, right? And you don't want to be drawn into this whole thing of like, because I, I I think I told the story about this once before. Like this dude I work with, like I read that he was talking about Danny Brown. Mm-hmm. He says, "Have you heard Danny Brown?" Like, yeah, I've heard a couple things. And Pitchfork loves him, but, oh, I, that I, guy. but I can't. <laughs> but I don't get it. Like, okay, you don't get it. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. But they stay, they love it, and they like they keep saying it's great. And if I keep listening to it great, over and over again, I should like I it. I don't by now. get it. And so his whole thing was that everybody else likes it, but me. But I don't understand why. So I keep looking, like, dude, stop, yeah, stop it, just cut it, be done. If you don't like it, if people like around you, people, your opinion, you trust, like your boys or whatever, go, this is awesome. You go, okay, cool. I listen. What are you listening to? Like, what do you, what what's good here, as opposed to Pitchfork, which does the tastemaker thing and mm-hmm. we have trouble with anyway telling me oh well you should love this album and, he's, and like this dude is stressed dude was like I don't get it what do you think like I don't think he's that great so and he was almost relieved like ah, somebody I trust this is why I'm a contrarian <laughs> like yo this is exactly why yo <laughs> like he didn't get like yeah. that this like, and he was okay with Pitchfork making his taste as it were but he didn't get it he didn't understand why, like, people like it, but I don't get it, so I'm going to keep listening to it. And, like, the Kendrick thing, like, people are like, this is great. Like, 
you guys are really on this real hard, but I don't. I'm gonna say this thing though, and, I, and like this is just my perception of it, because I haven't heard the Kendrick Lamar thing. It's not my style, right? But all the people that I saw on Twitter, and like you know, my Twitter feed was full of people loving it. They're all women. Is that like a thing? Like, is so. it possible? Really? No. Because I just, I mean, I don't think so. I know dudes who were kind of like you know giving dude credit for doing good work. Right? Yeah. But women seem to love this cat. So I thought he was like the second coming of D'Angelo or some shit. Like, I was like, man, he must he must be like ripped. He's like Shamar Moore with a microphone. No. You know? Like, no. I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I, I, I did not get it. I don't think he's a, he's a, he's a uh, sex symbol. Not in any way. No. No. Okay. So these are some I don't know. So then the women that, that the women I've seen talking about this know, must it, really just love music. Is it a, I don't know, is it an age thing or people just whatever is new and fresh is the greatest thing? It could be. Ignoring the past. What was the last time you guys heard a thing that you actually thought, oh my God, this might be legit a game changer to you? Like, do you, can you? Music-wise? Yeah, music-wise. I mean, definitely not politically, because every game changer we see involves some <laughs> oh, dude getting I mean, shot in the forest somewhere. Like, yeah, like. Game changer, I Because I can think of times which I heard now, but I was like, why is this not fucking number one? But it's not number one because this artist ain't gonna fucking right. pour himself out. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like stakes is high, for example. I think when I was in high school, I think I like I, I enjoyed Outkast a lot, and I didn't understand why they weren't up there. And then they and then, got up there. And then when they got up there doing doing Mr. Big, Jackson, I was like, oh, really? That album was like they did some better stuff before that. Yeah, I agree. a lot of a lot of better things. You know, I agree. And I and AT Aliens. And okay, I'm I'm saying this for background for our guests, like for our Legion of Fan. Um, where are you from? Where'd you yeah, grow up? Chicago. Like which which part of Chicago? Southside. Southside. All right, I, I just want to make sure you you set out cast, but I'm gonna make sure you're not from Atlanta. No. You're like you're not from like College Park or some shit. No. You're like of course outcast. You know, because <laughs> this dude he's from I, I know where he's from. So things sometimes he says things about music and then he starts dancing and shit. Oh, you know, no, I do. So that. so like I've been know. known to do that. Right. So I'm <laughs> just trying to understand. No, I guess I was kind of a contrarian even in high school because I was listening to. Outcast more than the common, you know. Sure. Back okay. So. And did you, you went to Leo? Mm-hmm. Did, did you go to Leo? What high school? No, I went to Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. You went yeah. to Lincoln Park. Grew up in a side I just wanted to go to Leo. I don't know. I want to be a Southside Count School boy. I don't know why. <laughs> in grade school, yes, I was. Over at 83rd Stony. All right. <laughs> yep. All right, Manier, what was, what was the game changer music thing that you I was you really sitting here thinking game changer? Like, you know, know. somebody, even something you really like, what is the greatest ever? I must have a really high bar because I can't. And that's fine. good. Thank you. And that's fine. I really, I mean, maybe when I heard Public Enemy when I was a kid, but. They're relevant though, right? Like to me, that is what it's about, right? Like, like, like Pitchfork can tell you all day and night, this is going to be the next big fucking thing. But it is sometimes you got to be like, but it's no, it takes a nation. Like, it's not that. Like, right. But I guess I have a hard time with that because, you know, at that point, you're, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a kid. So, like, you know, just the fact that I'm listening to, I'm impressionable. Know, like <laughs> I'm a set where people are okay. cursing. Just, <laughs> you know, it's like a game so changer. Clear. So, 
Just so we're clear, Purple Rain came out when I was a kid. Yes, it right? It doesn't mean I didn't know anything. It right. just, I just happened to be a kid. Like okay. he's never been as all good right, as right. that. Like I was, I will them. argue the Prince of the Revolution. Right. He should find the revolution. Right. They, should, they should collab again. Lisa and Wendy are out there. <laughs> I know. Oh, wow. Making they music for heroes. Right. <laughs> I'm angry about it. Come on. Come on. Just make up. Group hug. Right. Well, no, and about that, the revolution are like appearing in places together. When it's when, when the anniversary of Purple Rain happened really? like last year, whatever, they were going to places as the revolution. Oh, see right. now, come on, Prince. Drop, and like, there come was on, drop your pride. Right, right. like Prince. One thing Prince has is his pride. Yeah, and he doesn't have the revolution, and so we're you know, right, and, you know we love to mm. see Prince whenever he shows up somewhere. It's like, ooh, Prince right, was here, right? But. Man, you, for, I mean, he's getting high ticket prices. <laughs> We're looking I, at our watches, going, I would man, what's that Pride next the Revolution. Movie, hot album coming out? We don't yep, know. Right. Yeah. We don't know. What was that, 31, I, 21? I was like, mm. I know some cats who paid for that. Like, when he came through Chicago that yeah. last time, I they know paid. a bunch of people who paid But they it. paid to hear old shit. Yes, that's what you're, you're paying yeah. for. They paid to hear yeah. old shit. But, you know, on some level, I have to, I have to, I feel for artists because when you're trying to come up and you're so hungry, it's like you can never once you had success, you cannot recreate that. You're right. Success. All you can do is success continue makes to create. You full. I mean, yes. You just cannot recreate that that level of yeah. hunger, and it's it's hard that this that's the standard because you know Outcast early stuff was really great, and then they you know they have to go through sort of the filter yeah. of being marketed and right. you know Jackson, and it's just like yeah. it's, it's, it's like, you know not as good as the early stuff, but it's like you know. You, we again, on like one you, level, we want see, it both ways. You that's want, a good example too, because hey, yeah, like if you could just get royalties on weddings alone, yes, right, yeah, like it's not a great, it's not a hip hop tune, right? No, it's not no. a great hip hop track, but my God, I've seen, I've seen white folks like tearing ACL right. trying to get on dance floor right. at a wedding. Yes. Hey, yeah, right? right? Like if, if Andre three thousand can have a dollar every time that fucking song is played <laughs> mm-hmm. specifically at a wedding. Yes. Right? right. He can have another Andre 3000 clone just go do hip hop tours. <laughs> right. right? Uh-huh. Like, I can't be mad about that. That's not, but that's like you and Big Boy were on some different shit trying to go different directions mm-hmm. and you both had hits. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't outcast, right. which we have to accept. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Game changer in that, like, all of a sudden there's guys like, wait, who is this dude? And he's acting and he was doing all this other shit. Like, I can't, well, we can't be mad about that. We can't be mad that Prince is on New Girl and he's doing a Super Bowl halftime show and we don't know his new music, we, but we recognize he's great, mm-hmm. right? We yeah. recognize that he might be the best, mm-hmm. right? Like, I watched a YouTube clip a couple weeks ago of Prince at a, it was, it was some kind of George Harrison tribute, right? Where they're playing While My, my, While my Guitar Gently Weeps, right? It's a Harrison Beatles, it's a Beatles tune, it's a Harrison tune specifically, right? And it's a dope, like, record like it's a gc and d for guitar chords guitar players love this eric clapton fucking covers it constantly at his crossroads festival and it had like tom petty is doing the main vocal on it and there's all these all-star musicians up there right like like there's like 12 there's got to be like 30 platinum albums alone on the stage mm-hmm. and then prince is up there right guitar player who i can't name does the first couple solo bits right then it goes to prince for the outro and the fucking like the, the in solo and that dude rips through a solo that is some straight up like, like he was he was channeling some Jimi Hendrix. Like he he killed it. Mm-hmm. He killed. It was clear that everybody else up there 
No one loved George Harrison apparently as much as Prince. <laughs> you know, it's like Prince knew George. Mm-hmm. Prince and George hung out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They wore the same size high heel. Like, it was like that. And then when Prince was done, he walked off the stage, threw his guitar up in the air, and just walked off. Guitar in the air, Prince left the damn stage. Like, Prince can get away with that kind of shit. Right. And we don't name his new music because we're like, oh, I'm sure it's great. Right. You know? I- I'm sure it's awesome. So about that. Well, let me check. Ray. The, let me check the whole thing. Right, right. <laughs> the raspberry beret. Oh shit! Kisses all. Turn it up. <laughs> you know uh-huh. that that the public really does see it that way. Right. You know, and you, cats like that. I, I never hear Prince. I mean, he doesn't come out and say dumb shit about the. You, I mean, I know it probably Prince because says dumb shit, but not about. Well, no, no, Prince give you know albums matter, just like Black Light, like. Like Prince says one thing and he yes. does the equivalent of yes. dropping the mic. And but but he walks and he's done right. He does, he's done. not he's not aiming it at you guys. Get your shit together. Right. Right. Prince can probably remember when people was like, "What the fuck is up with that girl? What's up with that chick with her shirt off on that album cover wearing a bow tie? You know, you know, the, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. That's about Prince, right? Like he remembers that shit. You know, so you can't. He's probably not gonna say no shit. Like he he says it straight up. Black Lives Matter albums. Like release a whole fucking album. My fuck your mixtape. Which I've been saying for <laughs> Fuck your mixtape. Release an album, ninja. <laughs> We're making threats here on Stacey Tide, yo. We're making threats. We're talking about threats, threats, pimp. Uh, I, I don't understand. I don't do it. Okay. Right, what's next? I don't know. I mean <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Well, Terry, you know, you you, you tee something in our, our pre-show meeting here about uh, Brandon Jennings. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The whole. I gotta read that. So look. All right. So well, Vinny, Vinny brought this up because I, I did not I did not know this. I did not realize this happened. Brandon Jennings of the NBA is he still a Milwaukee Buck or is he not a Milwaukee? Detroit he's Piston. a Detroit Piston now. He's hurt. So, yeah, so right. So okay, one shitty team to a different shitty team. Right. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Jennings of the Detroit Pistons point guard has now said that, and I'm gonna paraphrase, that if that shit didn't happen to Chris Brown, he'd be the greatest artist of our generation. But now I'm just saying, like without without reading the actual tweets. Yeah. So first, much. Brandon Jennings states a thing has happened to Chris Brown, effectively, which has <laughs> fucked up Chris Brown's career. Yeah. And if only that hadn't happened, my God, people, Chris Brown would be huge. Bigger Michael Jackson? Bigger and more talented yeah. than Michael Jackson. He'd be Jackson. bigger and he is more talented than Michael Jackson. Now, if he should have qualified white Michael Jackson or black Michael Jackson. Because <laughs> white Michael Jackson, uh, maybe. I'm going to give him a solid maybe. Except for Smooth Criminal, because that shit, right. I'm going to ride it down right. for Smooth Wait, Criminal. Where do you put the bad album? On the white side or the black side? That's on the white side. He was really? an elf. He'd become an elf. I don't know. That, that's Dude, kind he of was, the middle. He yeah. was legalist, dog. Like he was legalist. <laughs> Seriously, no, no. That, 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 dude, he was he was all head to toe and shit. He could have been an extra in Dark City. You, you, you man. Saw, you saw him in the subway with Wesley Snipes. I know. That's Black but Michael Jackson. Yeah, next to Wesley Snipes, though. You, know? That's Black Michael <laughs> Jackson. you did say he was standing <laughs> next to Wesley. That's Black Michael Jackson. <laughs> wow. That was, I mean, it was fading. It was fading to white, but okay. it's still black. It's gray Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, gray. It's gray Michael right, Jackson. All right, I like this. We're, the, I like, gray we're here. We're here. <laughs> this is the gray that album. That is the gray album. I'm here it's with you. Gray Michael Jackson. Okay. Right. The point, though, where he says the idea, basically, what he's putting forth is that. People either left Chris Brown because of that shit that happened to Chris Brown, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> right? Happened to Chris Like Brown. I said, you know, air quotes. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, Rihanna is, hitting his fist right, over a, and over with her face. Right, there's a mad air quote. Putting her eye sure. all up in his knuckles, right? <laughs> like that thing that happened. If that hadn't happened to him, then he'd be recognized as this great talent that he is. My counterpoint to this, right, is explained then, Brandon Jennings, the pedophile otherwise known as R. Kelly. Right? Because that petter ass motherfucker got the pissing on chicks, right? And when the pissing on chicks on tape was revealed, sold more albums like urine is hot in the black community. Right? Like Golden Showers is the name of his next mixtape. Like, I never understood that. So, so you can't say, you cannot say out there in this world, right. oh my God, you befell upon some, some shit that right. people have heard about because of an emergency room visit of three. Right. How unfortunate, right? How unfortunate about restraining orders and things. It has ruined your career. We have had to right. let you go. I'm just, damn shame this happened to you. I love your music. Man, when me, R. Kelly's ass out there. Meanwhile, I mean, you have like three generations of black women who've gone to Southside High Schools who have stories. Like, oh, he hung out. You know, he's over here. Oh, I see. Four, I was thinking like in the room. Oh, no. no. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's just Venera. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, no. I'm only one. I'm much right. Let me <laughs> You know yes. what I mean? I mean, it's, 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 it's stories of like, yes. you know, women who were like in their 20s, and 30s, and their yes. 40s who like, he came through and he would just like in his car and like right. people would jump in and yep. they would go off. Like mm-hmm. my man has a story, he was a sound engineer and R came by the spot or whatever, whatever. Somebody called, said, oh girl, so-and-so's here. She showed up, he had left, she showed up and he said, I'll be here Podcast Nation, I'm saying allegedly. I'm not. You did it. I'm saying, no, no. Oh. I, we don't have the sound engineer oh, well, to, to ride on okay. his own shit. Legally, okay. we're going to oh, say legally, allegedly. Legally. Legally. legally man, that? look. Brandon Jennings shit's already on Twitter. Right. right. That's not slander there. <laughs> right? I, I don't know about the story you're about to tell. So okay. This is all hearsay. And, and that pissing right. on a chick, that shit was on tape. Right. Ari ain't going to He can't sue us over somebody he pissed on. You know? <laughs> 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 Just say it. So, all right, all right continue. Right. Okay. Allegedly, <laughs> but let's sound say, engineer. Allegedly, sound engineer was like, "Well, I was supposed to come back tomorrow morning, whatever." She said, "I'll wait here." She wait, and everybody left. She paid windows back room or whatever, whatever, like part of the studio. Everybody left. Sound engineer forgot about her. Came back the next morning. She's still there. Not locked. Doors not locked. Like doors are all like. She could have left and did. She could have left and did. So this Pied Piper thing is A, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And B, the thing is, well, I, I liken this to is kind of the thing, kind of the, the kind of the Darren Wilson syndrome where everybody knows that guy did wrong, but by saying fuck you, by saying, yeah. you know, I support that guy right. because everybody else hates him. Right. So I'm gonna give money to him and for and for our like, I'ma cop that album. Right. And his album's a garbage. Right. Garbage, but Hot garbage. But GCI is gonna garbage. play that shit. 24 hours because he's our guy because he's our guy he's the, the main culprit it. of our guy uh, our guy syndrome mm-hmm. he comes through the studio and it's awesome he's rich right Chicago's home right it's fucking embarrassing it is so for Brandon so that's the Brandon Jennings thing right mm-hmm. like you can't say man if it weren't for this legal trouble he the got into if it had not befallen right. him <laughs> because there's plenty of people something has befallen who the public supports 
through some dumb shit any damn way. Right. I, the difference might actually be that Chicago and other parts of the, the hip-hop and R&B community were willing to overlook Golden Shower Play on R. Kelly's part. Overlook that, but they're not willing to overlook whooping a woman's ass in the street. They're not willing to overlook whooping a famous woman's ass in the street. We can overlook you peeing on a essentially anonymous unknown underage woman of color. Was that Dre D. Barnes? Oh yeah. And let I I mean, and what are we talking about? She was a journalist. She was a journalist, but she was still a not a What would we be talking about if R. Kelly was peeing on some underage Caucasian girls in the video? (laughs) Would we even know his name? (laughs) R. Kelly wouldn't be around. He would be he'd be under something. Or would we be talking about R. Kelly life in prison? (laughs) If that (laughs) hologram R. Kelly R. Kelly (laughs) R. Kelly's I mean, for all for all intents and purposes the benefit of what R. Kelly did was that he did it to a young woman of color. Right. Anonymity. A very young woman of color. Yes. But whose name Chris couldn't Brown, be used. Whose name couldn't be used because she was definitely underage at the time the story even came out. Right. Chris Brown punched and beat up on a pop right. star. Right. Who had hit on the way to an award show. On the way to an award show. Who had, you know, already had expanded her fan base past. You know that's like that's the point like where Vinny was liking. Her. He, he expanded her pan, fan base past the point where my husband was kind of liking her to when he could did not stand her. <laughs> well, she was doing the dance hall kind of thing that she grew up with in Barbados, and then she went into the I can sing pop. I'm like, no, not really, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, suddenly it just went kind of just real rock, and I was like, it is. Who else does that? I have my money. Who else does that? Yeah. That's like, yeah, but you know what? To me, when, when that whole thing happened, I was like, wait, on the way to an awards show? That's like Billy Bob smacking around Halle Berry on the way to the Oscars. Like, you don't, wait, what just happened here? Is that a thing? You can't do that. You, wait, what? Now we got to still buy albums or whatever the hell? Nah, man, we, yeah. we're out. We're done with that shit, mm-hmm. you know? But you said a famous woman. And with the Ray Rice situation that happened, his girlfriend slash wife was only made famous by the fact that he... That something right. befall Ray Rice. Right, right. right. Would you know? not know her until name or face until right. so we saw that video. Right. Well, we right. saw the second part of it. So we, we saw the first part, like, where he's dragging her out. Mm-hmm. Right. We all saw that. Right. And that's when he got, like, the two games, three games from Sisha, right. whatever. Right. Then we saw the stuff in the elevator. It was like, oh, oh. Right. It just nah. confirmed what any logical person would, would have put it together. Right. Together. But the thing, I but mean, the people who just saw the first video, who came out their face, sides of their necks, talking about, like, this ain't bad. Like, I drag my wife out by all the time. This ain't nothing. But then you see the video where you get mm-hmm. to like the, mm-hmm. like, what? no. Nobody in their right minds goes, that's cool. That's totally fine. Okay. All right. On our on our list of things, you've got uh, Ty Nisi Coates and the case for reparations, Troy. That was you. Did I put that there? Oh, I did put that there. Yes. Because I'm going to ask a question about, I, I did it, it was last month. We didn't get to it. Okay. All right. Okay. So I didn't get to really research my point on the thing, okay. but we we'll we had well, no no but we have like celebrities and food stamp challenges. Yes, we go, do. Go, go on vibe on that. We, we, you know, it's been okay. First, why are we still calling food stamps? Nobody's going to. <laughs> not a stamp. It's not I a ain't stamp. Stamp in a minute, <laughs> we right? Stop calling them stamps. My I mean, grandmother had stamps. <laughs> now people right. got cards. It's a link card, right? Right. <laughs> Right, right. You get rid of the visual challenge. of old school stamps going. To right, the, exactly. You know, you get mad at somebody. Some lady the ahead of me in hospital today a... wrote a check, and I thought, God damn it! <laughs> 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 somebody rolled up in front of you with some stamps. You were blown up. <laughs> we, 
a check. It's like, what the I had a customer doing? about a month ago say, can I rent you a, I don't have any cash. And I was like, well, I mean, we take cards, you know, Visa Discover, MasterCard. He's like, well, can I write you a check? And I was like, no. Like, why? Would He's you like, do you, that? Don't, you don't right. take checks. I was like, why do you write checks? I don't, I mean, I don't know you. I don't know you. Do I have to cash this today? Can I cash like, this a couple of days? My check now? is good. And I'm like, uh, don't tell me your check is good. Give me money. <laughs> now. Yeah, let's do away with the term food stamps and actual written checks. Okay, yeah. let's do away with both. Write checks things. if you gotta write a check to your landlord. I'm good with that. I write, yeah, I write, <laughs> write a written. check to a vendor. Right. You write pay a utility, fine. Right, but don't walk into a okay. store with a check like I'm trading these goats for that roll of cotton. Like, no, it's <laughs> not the barter system. You can't do that. You can't be like, is that rum, sir? A check is a barter. <laughs> I would give you this thing in which I wrote five hundred dollars right. on that paper. I wrote five hundred dollars on that. I think if I, I'll just, I'll take five of the things in this row and six of the things in that row, and your daughter. How's that? <laughs> no. You are like, you are like an antebellum store owner who like doesn't trust the system. Right. No. Would you, know, like, you come here with a Confederate dollar? Wait, exactly. what? I bought in gold, baby, gold. Right, you hand me actual metal I can put on this scale, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that will always be worth something. You can't just be like, but you're a store. It doesn't say you specifically don't take checks. Well, watch this. Watch I won't take yours. <laughs> you know? Who the fuck does that? In this day and age? <sighs> Man, I thought the moment Obama became president, check writing was gone. <laughs> Oh shit, we done come up. I ain't gotta write a check for milk no more. It was done before that. It was done. Uh, yes. right. what the, what the, okay, so So yeah, so so apparently check. there's a, a legislative effort in some state that's probably Kansas. not very Oh Kansas, thank you. <laughs> Where they want to limit what people can buy with their public assistance for food, including things like steak and seafood. Steak and seafood. Now, I will admit, I am a judge wudge. That's what I call myself when I am just judging people in my head. I am a judge wudge when it comes to what people put in their carts at the grocery store. So but when, when I, they put it in there, you don't know how they're gonna pay for it. No, no, no. I, I, when I go to the grocery store during certain times, early in the month, first and first. I see people- <laughs> First of the fifth with, <laughs> Enormously overfilled wake carts up, of food. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I know. Get up, get I have up, an get idea. Up, get I have an idea. Get, get away from them. <laughs> that they could be using yeah. public assistance. But I but what what seals it for me are the containers of Sunny Delight and the other high fructose corn syrup chemically laden <laughs> products. Like Fago Red Pop? I love, I love. <laughs> that are in said cart. I know this. Ain't I know no juice this. in here, though, no, dog. It's true. <laughs> Ain't no juice it's in here. I know. Red drink. Because they'll glance at my cart with vegetables in it and just kind of go, okay, I don't know what she is. This is a ditty bitch right. over here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I know I'm judging you. I'm judging you. I'm judging your, I'm judging your chips. And your Cheetos. I'm judging you. I know you gotta make it go. I know you gotta Hot make Cheetos. it last. Right. But I'm like, where are we? We're limiting what people can steak and see. Is this a problem? I have a problem buying steak right now. <laughs> I don't want to buy steak. Why do you think that this? What? What? 
what is this that solution is looking for a problem? Side of respectability like, politics. What that the is, heck? That's a gentry issue. That is that is the elite saying, we get steak and seafood. And they feel like steak and seafood is a place that comes from the steak and seafood store. And if you have a, a link card, that means you can walk in and get the same damn same New York strip that I can get. You can get the same damn, you know, 80 count bag of frozen ass shrimp I'm going to buy. Right. You know, we can't have that. Right. No, I mean, no. It's like, you're supposed to be poor. You're supposed to be poor. That's where we get, it becomes the criminalization of the poor. Where you're talking about, like, you know, poor people have iPhones now. Like, you know, you can get one for like, prepaid you, know, you know, prepaid. Or you right. can get like a payment plan or some shit. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want poor people to have what I have. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. So, yeah, I don't, you know, you know, and, and the dude who did it, this senator from Kansas was like, well, when he got some, uh, some blowback about it, he says, well, I didn't mean for people not to be able to buy hamburgers and fish sticks. Well, Damn. guess that's what you did. <laughs> but the other thing he's missing too is like, because people like this. Steak that's what is it falls bro- under. The concept right. of steak is broad. Right. So is the concept of seafood. True. Right. Yeah. right. Like truthfully, like I fucking I can't stand grocery shopping. But if my wife makes me walk job. in that, no, my job is to carry them groceries up two flights of fucking stairs. No, I love that shit. She will buy 30 goddamn bags, the and there will be a variety of shit, and all of it will be heavy, and she hates carrying it, and I will carry it from the trunk of the car, and I will carry that shit up the stairs, and I will carry it into the kitchen, and I will have to stand around the kitchen and help her put it away. I will, my, before I can go sit down and watch TV, I got to take all the frozen shit out of the bags and put them on the table. Make sure it doesn't melt. Yep. Right. Like, I got I to gotta do my part. But my, my part, do part. In doing my part for the 10 years that I've been married, well, 12 years I've been married, <laughs> is I recognize now steak is a broad-ass term. That is a hunk of meat that is not ground. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a variety of ways in which one can buy steak. Mm-hmm. And not all steak is created equal. Right? If I see a poor person walk their ass in there and they buy a damn fucking a ribeye, about you know the size of a dinner plate, I think to myself, "Good job, you recognize a better cut of meat. Mm-hmm. Marinate that shit, <laughs> cook it for about ten minutes, right, or less if you want it to taste good. Mm-hmm. Be sure to let it rest five before you cut into it. That's what I want to tell people. I want to give them my ginger and jerk sauce marinade, right? I want people to eat better, right? Eat right? I don't need somebody going in there and just having fucking ground chuck hamburgers because the only goddamn thing they think they can afford." Fish sticks my ass. You get your ass in there and you go in there and you talk to the damn butcher. Right. Right? And you find out how far your money actually goes. That's part mm-hmm. of, and that's part of the thing. It says this whole thing is based on this kind of fear that people are abusing their link cards. But you don't get any more. The abuse of the fucking link card is buying hot Cheetos with them shits all the time. The abuse of the link card is when you sell it to me. <laughs> well, different. Relatives will do right now. But I'm saying, like, if, if you got the, if you got a link card, if you if you are poor, you have a link card. You have the ability now to buy food. Yet there's no one that's like, now let's actually teach you how to be nutritious, so you can actually get some. So your brain functions better. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let's see you how to be healthy. Uh-huh. Right? And I'm saying this shit as a whiskey drinking motherfucker who loves honey buns. Right? I, I, I can cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, Lawrence Holmes last week was on his radio show on the score talking mad shit about when he's married, he's going to outlaw honey buns. I damn near ran into a light pole. I was like, oh, no, son. <laughs> you can talk shit about them hot Cheetos all you want to. Red pop fucking... Nothing. I do not care about Code Red and various other types of Mountain Dew. Don't be fucking with my honey buns. Because 12-year-old me still yeah. needs them shits, dog. 
It's funny you mentioned honey buns. <laughs> <laughs> on the way up, did you have to grab one? No, they went outlawed in my house. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Because I will make cinnamon rolls from scratch. Good. Okay? You don't need to go and buy something that can sit on the shelf the same time next year. No, it isn't. I don't need it, but... You don't need, you don't need what I'm <laughs> baking, but hey, it's better. <laughs> but, it's not, but honey buns aren't about the judgment of the thing that is not a honey bun. Right? The honey buns are speaking to like this, this ancient fucking need, like fire in the wheel. The honey bun is speaking to what I like to call the food nostalgia. Yes. It's the same food nostalgia that drove my husband and my brother-in-law after our... We were engaged, getting ready to get married at the... Southside Catholic Church. They drove them to go to a place called Stony Sub because they had food nostalgia about Stony Sub's fries and other things that they would get as kids. However, this food nostalgia led my brother-in-law to be in the hospital a couple days later with an unknown stomach ailment that we could only trace back to a place he hadn't eaten at in 10 years. So, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Now you understand. There's no This is the format. Before the job is stakes as high as to not get us sued, we will tell some stories that might be about a place that rhymes with Stony and Sub. Right. <laughs> but food nostalgia is not always helpful. But, that's, right. that's all but I'm saying. That. But so I, think, I just want to be able to up level the cinnamon. Oh, shit, it's 50 cents a Roll piece of situation. Yes, I've never charged you a dime. <laughs> Two for a dollar. <laughs> what you're competing with is the Ann Sather cinnamon roll, right? What you're making is a legit cinnamon roll, which yes. is probably effing delicious, that yeah. competes with any commercial effing de- delicious cinnamon roll on the market. Mm-hmm. What Vinny is dealing with, and what I too struggle with, is this slight addiction to a small, compact, lasts for five years on a shelf. Almost sticks to the wrapper. Yes, it does. Stick yeah. to the wrapper. Sugary <laughs> confection that I'm not entirely sure if it legit is not a 50, 33, 33, 33 ratio of butter to sugar to flour. Okay, those things are real ingredients. <laughs> butter, come on now. <laughs> Don't on fool yourself. Label, <laughs> on that label, on that label, Don't fool yourself there are butter. five ingredients that together can make up something approximating butter. I'm like, okay. There's a food <laughs> chemist say, somewhere who five? knows their shit. It's five. I'm giving it at least five. At least five. Every time I go into CVS, I can't buy one. Only 50 cents. I can't get one every time I go in. But once a month, I'm like, okay, fine. It's Saturday. The sun's out. I don't even like this, son. I'm going to get this honey bun in honor of you, son. You give people cancer these days, son. Right. It's 2.15. Oh, this good guy. <laughs> See, I can't even... No, I think one yeah, you can't. Food and nostalgia. I saw what you ate for dinner tonight. Yep. Mm. Rip, a pound Why are we talking about old shit? Why are we talking about old shit? White bread. Yo. You gotta. Why are we talking about old shit? Food nostalgia is a road that everybody has everybody to go down. I got no problem with it. I, I mean, you I won't even judge you. You go down it once, and then you go, this doesn't even taste like the thing. Yeah, I, I, think, I remember. I, a lot of times you you're disappointed. You are disappointed. I agree. I, I agree. Mean, sometimes, though, you're not. I mean, the honey bun clearly holds. Clearly. Clearly. Hold has Clearly. a hold on you. Clearly. <laughs> you haven't had one, so you don't yeah. know what it's like. See? I don't, but I'm, I'm sure. It's, probably not gonna, it's not going to have the same effect for you as it does for me. No. You probably I, can't, I don't know. I associate it with nothing. I mean, I grew up not even eating, like, Hostess 
stuff because my dad was a Muslim and couldn't eat any pork or anything with a possibly have some sort of pork byproduct in it so like by the first time I you know kind of got rebellious and had one I was like this is nasty I just couldn't even like figure out what everybody was trying I to was, eat I think I was saddest when I found out the whole like not the like Muslim kind of annihilators I was crushed like y'all can't have annihilators oh I ate the hell out of some annihilators so maybe that just maybe that just skipped over his radar but annihilators <laughs> my dad was the, the pork food police you know yeah that's the thing that was regard, like but, apparently annihilators yeah. yeah, was made for some you never had a pork chop I'm like that's true you never had a pork chop Damn. All right, so this, yeah, we gotta make a stop at Whole Foods. Damn. Right? I mean, you know, you may. The, okay. the thing is, is also with this, with this thing, and the, the, I get the judgment, but part of the thing, like Gwyneth Paltrow, yes. did this thing. She did. And I see a lot of this. On that Tumblr. Mario Batali started. In fairness, she oh. didn't just go and say, so "Hey, let me try to do this." Yeah, this right. is something he's an original been, idea. Yeah, but, this is something he'd been doing. But to be fair, yeah. the, the thing was is that this is, and I see this a lot, where somebody says. Why do you poor people buy this and they'll have the flaming hot Cheetos? They'll have the the pop or whatever. When you could buy this, it's all healthy apple juice with some, you know, organic crisps and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The thing is though, is that that kind of thing really not only do you tell the poor people you can't have the good stuff, mm-hmm. but then you're saying, you know what, you could get mm-hmm. you could get the good stuff if you just weren't so dumb. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a thing about, well, it's a policing thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you get $50. What are you going to do with that $50? Well, guess what? I got a couple kids. I got to make this last. I'm going to get as much stuff as going to get them full. Mm-hmm. And it's nourishment. Mm-hmm. Flaming Hot Cheetos, maybe not our thing about nourishment. But when they're, you know, they're after, you know, before dinner, after lunch, before dinner, mm-hmm. they're hungry. Well, I'm out of unsalted peanuts, so have you a bag of flaming hot Cheetos? Right. It becomes a policing thing, and that's what I think, and that's part of what we're thinking. Because I saw a picture. I did too. Like people like too. you bought a lot of limes. Right. Like where is this? Like you bought a bunch of a lettuce. You bought a bunch of stuff, and meanwhile, the people who are going to use these cards may not live close to right, Whole right. Foods. That's they, a great point. They go on to, you know, all these may not have they gotten a ship in that in the food desert. Right. You know, so what do you do? They got to jump in the car. They're paying for gas. So now mm-hmm. that $50 is now 40 And they still got to get food. Like, you know, you got little man like, mama. And you're like, yo, you know what? I don't, you know, this may not be the healthiest thing for you. Mm-hmm. But you need right. something in the morning before you go to school. You know. Do I get sure. you the granola bar joint? Do I get you the healthy protein bar? You know, that's three bucks a pop. Right. Or do I get you, the, hey, they got the big box of Frosted Flakes on sale. Mm-hmm. I get that, get some milk. You set, mm-hmm. you're done. So it's, it's, it's and it, like I said, it all goes back to people who aren't in a situation telling other people you aren't doing the right thing. Because right. like I said, the, they, they challenge the legislators. Like, you guys do this. You guys do with the food stamp challenge. Mm-hmm. You guys do this. Like it's a game. Like it's a game. And it, 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 kind of it is kind of a game, which is something else that people are taking offense to. I mean, I mean, that is where I just kind of had to say, you know, then go back to the person who started all of this. And, you know. Can we even, do we even know who that is? I don't know. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, she didn't start it. That's not the no, original thought from her. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, original thought. <laughs> Trademark. 
it is it is kind of turned into a game and oh look what you can do with with x y and z and then the reality of it is like you said somebody out there is trying to make this last they're not trying to post a picture on twitter no you so know, they're not you know they're like you know I, i'd be more than happy if you know chicken was on sale Mm-hmm. You could go and get you a big pack of mm-hmm. chicken thighs and everything. But, and you can so but people want people using stamps. Like they're very good at knowing what the fuck is on sale. They're very right, good. Right. Like my my right. grandmother, uh, like my grandmother, would come over when I was a teenager. Right, she'd come through, and she would trade with my mom stamps for cash, like nobody's business. My mom would be like, "Wait, you need cash? I know why you need cash. You need cash for vodka. I got you." Right? Because you can't buy fucking smearing off with stamps. You know? I get it. So my mom understanding that my grandmother had like a, a kind of a Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a situation. And <laughs> ain't no point fighting a situation on somebody who is basically like, you know, 20 years your elder. They're going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So she <laughs> fed me and my sister with stamps sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when my grandmother would give her the stamps, it'd be like, and if you go to this store, baby... This is on sale and that's on sale. Don't buy this from this place. Go to these other place. You should go to the... I will not say the words she referred to those people. <laughs> and get this thing from them. Yup. You know, it could not be pronounced right. Right. And I had to say that. I, one day I had to check somebody. I was like, well, would you just... Come on, man. No, that's not the... What? And they didn't know what I meant when I was like, this is the word you want to use. And they were like, but wait, but we always say... I know what you always say. It's not right. <laughs> it ain't cool, man. What are you doing? How the fuck you gonna buy food from these dudes? You gonna buy poultry from a motherfucker? Yet you won't say the name of his people correctly. Right, right, right. Dumbass. So, so like, but my grandmother had it down. Like, it wasn't as if she would just get stamps and be like, "Now nah, I'm gonna go buy some stuff to eat." Hopefully, it lasts me two weeks. No, she knew damn well like when to buy what, where to buy what, how to make it actually last. Yeah. What you see when you go to the grocery store in areas like you just see cats. You, you're judging the cart. Absolutely. Because if I go to Food for Less, which is where my wife likes to shop, I find Food for Less to be like the sixth circle of hell, right? But no wonder you like to go to the store. I do not fucking like I can't. I walk in that place and just the minute I walk in there, I start judging. Because I think to myself, come on, y'all. We could all do better than this place. You know? <laughs> We're both. All of us <laughs> could do better than Together! this place. Together! Right. We, we don't need... If you buy produce from this store... You go store, in the booth for less with half your face painted blue. Blood right! Out. Because we do. Three days later, we bought, we bought we brought produce from them. And three days later, that shit was spoiled. Oh, three oh, days! Oh. oh, I would go back with that beat. <laughs> like, no, no, no! I mean, like not meat. Like it'd be like vegetables. You know how in the hell? How in the hell does spinach look good today? When we buy it, and we're smelling it yeah. come Wednesday. You put, in, you put it in the crisper. What is that shit? <laughs> Did you use your crisper properly? No, I mean, Did you change the setting on your crisper? The crispers come with settings. Yeah, I know, right? What? One for fruit, one for vegetables. I, I, no, well, we use one for fruit and one for vegetables because we just ran out of room in the fridge. Oh, yeah, that's a little ah. When I grew up. The crisper is where my dad, where my mom hid her beer from my dad. I thought it was just a drawer. Right. He was <laughs> another drawer here. He's yeah. not going to, there's vegetables in that drawer. My dad I was, was looking at it. It's actually a purpose. <laughs> Thanks, there's a, Grandma. There's a, there's a setting for it. Yeah. Right. I'm what learning too. I'm learning with you. They're actually got a Jackson's fridge and shit. <laughs> beep, beep, boop. Bananas on a different setting than like spinach. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Just saying. Wow. 
The game is to be played out there. <laughs> I mean, it's to be sold. But I tell, we told it. We wow. told it out right now. Damn. We could be selling this game, but we tell it. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But see, the thing is, with, like, you go to Food Flesh, you go to Aldi, whatever, whatever. You don't, and like, you may live somewhere where the closest spot is a ways away. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing. Right. You know, and you may be behind Being somebody. Fan, we refer to that as a food desert. Yeah, we do because there are a lot of them here. Yeah. A lot of them. Um, but I understand. Say, like, it's about respectability. Like, we understand. Like, like you could really be buying something better than that. Like, you really don't need to be okay. buying. You know. But then, like, the reality is, if I that, see you got nine frozen pizzas in your cart and you, know, you ain't got kid the first with you, I might be judging you. I get that. But when frozen pizzas were eight for ten dollars. There's a reason why they're eight for $10. There's a reason, but you get full. The mm-hmm. ingredients Somebody to make full. a pizza, from the bobbly crust but see, that's to the, the sauce <laughs> to the meat that's the to thing. the veggies and the cheese, cost less than the total you're about to pay for your eight for 10 pizzas. They're still making money off that. I mean, is that, I mean, it's not even a matter of them making money. It's just a matter yeah, of, you know, we, we all you're not getting any more money. You're not getting any more after your well, your. Right. Well, my you're point done, is, you are you are taking a risk here. Let's say you are for your for our respectability politics surrounding food. Mm-hmm. If you are a WIC user, right, mm-hmm. and for sure frozen pizza counts, mm-hmm. right. But so do the ingredients to make multiple pizzas, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You will save money making multiple pizzas mm-hmm. over the markup you're paying for the frozen shit pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got kids at home. You just didn't bring them shit with you. Yeah, right. But then again, when do you have time to make sit there and you know, right. you got two, or three, you got right. two or three right. kids. You're right. like, look, three kids. I can throw this. In. Right. I, can, I can even teach my ten year old like, yo, you put on this pan and then you turn the thing yeah. up to three fifty and you keep your time. It's possible. Yeah. yeah, mark yeah. your watch. Right. Ten minutes, you get that out. You know, yeah. damn what they're using their iPhones as timers. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, Nobody has a watch. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> right. My work. Until you change that battery. No, I mean, oh yeah, I, I right, did that right. recently. So <laughs> but like, there's a, you know, there is just an entire. I mean, for lack of, I just can't talk right now. But there's an entire situation around having a link card, being on assistance. It's not yeah. just everything else in my life is cool and everything is like awesome, and then I I need this. Yeah. Like I've got you know, you know, time and childcare and, and everything's great. I'm just you know, just. You know, I also know a bunch of college food. kids who were like, "Shit, I'm applying for it." Yeah. And going Still for it, like, that. oh yeah. shit, I just got approved. I'm getting my my link card, right? Right. Ain't nobody talking about the number of like white kids mm. out here going to like top twenty universities, <laughs> getting a link card on, yeah. being like, "Hot damn, I got more money for weed and drinking now." Because I got my link card. And I'm talking about, like, skinny white girls. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get the link card on. I mean, you know, whoever just came up with this great idea, and I always point to Ronald Reagan of putting a black face to yeah. any type of public assistance, well, did the yeah. best yeah. job ever because we can't, we can't even escape it. We can't escape right. it. It doesn't, like, there's just a mold. And if you're talking about a young college student, White or otherwise, it doesn't fit. Like right. we just—it's like what? Who's... Even though if you look up the numbers, there's more white people yes, in public assistance than black people. Yeah. Always, yeah. always have been. Always, always have been. That—that's your primary been. user. Because if that weren't your primary user, the program be gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> program <laughs> still exists. That's why Obama 
Obamacare will never leave us. Right. <laughs> Everybody who threatens to repeal it, good luck. Right. <laughs> to repeal it, because everybody it. went nuts. And then it was like, wait, oh, I can go to the doctor. Great. Oh, I'm on. Government employees. So as soon as people Send start calling it Obamacare, that's, that's where marketing comes in. As soon as people start calling it Obamacare, they're like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the Affordable Care Act. Oh, is that the one I get my health? I get my insurance? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Obama great. himself said that at first when they were calling him Obamacare, he was insulted. He didn't like it. He was mm-hmm. like, damn it, they use my name that way. Then when he actually realized how good that they'd written all this great shit, and he was like, now nah, I'm kind of proud of it. And he was like, all right, call it. you called it Obamacare. Oh, I didn't even call it that. <laughs> you did that. Thank you. Right. right. I wasn't even going to do that. All righty then. <laughs> Damn right, it's my care. Yeah, like I said, it's mismarketing. And like the thing is, though, is that we, you know, we've had welfare queens, we've had Willie Horton, we've had all these faces of, of basically. Yeah, what was the welfare like, queen situation supposed to be? This chick driving around the Cadillac. Yeah, with 16 driving around kids? Cadillac. Yeah. It was. Yeah. The fuck was that? Yeah. Like total I didn't know conjecture. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know anybody like that. Right. right. You know, no, no one does. Granny cards. No, like no one does. Right. right. No, the person doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. No you know, one, but, but, but no one that I'm aware of has cheated the system and moved themselves to Highland Park. <laughs> On welfare checks. Right. right. With 19 identities and shit. Right. Haven't <laughs> seen that yet. I'm still waiting. <laughs> but it fit the narrative, though. And somewhere are people who still believe this, even though, you know, Becky down the street, you know, isn't proud of it. You know, it's certainly not a thing where people are proud of it. I got government assistance. No, no one's proud of that. People are like, you know, if I could... I would totally get off this shit. I would have a, you know, I'd have a living wage. Mm-hmm. I'd be able to bring right. Being off it does imply you have a living wage. Right. right. That's you know the what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd rather have a living wage. I'd rather, you know, have my kids straighten, you know, get that straightened up. I'd rather be not need this at all. But then the thing is, is that the, the, the prevailing wisdom is that somehow we're in it, black people are in it, black people, brown people, immigrants mm-hmm. are cheating the system. Apparently, right. you come through Ellis Island, they just put you on fucking public no, 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 Ellis Island is cool. No, well, but I mean, the people who come from I, other places. Right, when I say Ellis Island, I mean Texas. Immigrants from the South. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm speaking of Florida and Texas, specifically, right. when I say Ellis Island. Because now Ellis Island is just a fucking, there's a statue that people, you know, Ellis Island doesn't exist anymore. The new Ellis Island is a fucking, that fence. <laughs> you know, down near Brownsville. Right. <laughs> but then you got, like I said, you have, you know, you. but the, the prevailing thing is that these people are taking advantage and they're riding around in cars, they're going to strip clubs. Like, right. and the, the language of this bill that they did was, these are all the things you can't use government assistance for. And so there's a whole big list of stuff, including <laughs> adult entertainment venues, I was like, wait, really? Are we really running a spot? What, strip joints say Link? Yo, right. I, I didn't know. It was in the bill. It's in the bill. It is, they, they did like a point-by-point point thing. Wow. But it was like, Coming really? Like, this is all the things you can't use this for. And it says, you know, for food stuff, it was But you know damn well you need singles and fives at the, at the titty bar. What? Gentlemen's ballet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> it's not original. We're going to the General Mazapra. <laughs> <laughs> that's the champagne room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I hear the fat lady singing in there. <laughs> I've got this link card. I don't even understand. Right. But yeah, but, but that's me. But that's oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
All the wings are on me. <laughs> all the wings on me. Because wings aren't prohibited. But it's an adult entertainment establishment. So, yeah, Trying to get dinner. Maybe you got a 10-cent wing night. 10-cent wing night, you, you boys show up, put $2 down, you're done. Well, no, I would understand if you were trying to like rope in some other kind of behavioral bullshit. Like, you can't be on public assistance and have, and have a fun. great... No, a, nope. a large percentage of too. your cable bill be for porn. That would almost make sense if somebody in Kansas or Oklahoma present, presented that. We've looked at your cable bill and we've noticed that a large number of people on public assistance tend to rent a lot of Skinamax movies. Right? Sure you want to fuck their fun up somehow. Right? Yeah, that's that's, that's the point. Can, the point they, is fucking your fun up. But they can buy their porn poor flea people, market. Poor people right? should be miserable <laughs> all the time. Constantly. But they're saying somehow they've heard stories <laughs> of people on public assistance jumping in their Cadillacs <laughs> and <laughs> zipping out to Jackrabbits on 45th, right? And buying themselves like, lap dances with their steak and lobsters. A true gentleman's What? I just can't get past that. And it, But it's working. All right, I'm going to research this. Let's bear some research. <laughs> hey, what? dear gentleman's ballet, would you accept wink? <laughs> oh, must I talk to your independent contractors first? <laughs> My face I, realize, I realize you are not one to set this policy. Right. Okay. So then if they're, they're dancers and they have a little swipe, they have a square. In yeah, they have a square. Charge that dance. Perhaps you're helping that particular performer acquire steak and seafood. Think about this. This is where the hate's coming from. That's where the hate's That's coming. where the hate's coming from. The hate's coming from the ballerinas, right? <laughs> Being able to step up and go from ground chuck to like a ribeye or a New York strip or a fillet. Turn a hoe into a housewife. Ah. That's different. Housewife who can cook a steak. A housewife who might know what to do with a steak. I'm just saying. I, I, okay. I, I don't even know what to do with that now. All right. All right. How do we even move on? How, we, how do we even move how on? How do we now? move on from this? I think we're probably actually done. For yeah. Now. Yeah. This has been episode six. Episode six. Stakes is high. Stakes remain high. The Black, Black Mirror, Mirror Podcast. Word up. I've been Troy Hunter, a.k.a. Tall Black Guy. I am Doc Midnight, and we are recording from Third Coast Comics at 6234 North Broadway in Chicago, Illinois, 60660. <laughs> and we're here with Vinny. Yeah, Vinny. Find me at Vinny Rote on Twitter. And Manira, find me at Manira. Unless you're trying to direct message me to stop being at Manira. <laughs> you might want to. Can you spell Manira? I can spell Manira. I'm looking at it on my sheet. No one ever asked me that ever. Allow me to be the first. <laughs> <laughs> the last six hours. But no one ever asked me that. Can I spell that right? Sure. M U N E E R A H. All right. Excellent. Spell that. Not right. to be confused with the young woman. From Minnesota, who recently got into all eight or nine Ivy League colleges, who spells her name M U N I R A. I just consider her to be a kindred spirit. <laughs> right. Right. All right. All right. You should like send her a quick tweet, like, first! <laughs> <laughs> Get on my level! P.S. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> Not hating. Word. So this has been episode six. We appreciate y'all. Also, hit us up at stakesishighpodcast at gmail.com. Um, episode seven coming whenever, whatever, with a special guest, whenever, whoever. 
And we appreciate y'all listening. We'll check y'all later on. Deuces. Yeah, hit the button. I'm going to hit the button.